Welcome to Time Played 3HR, the podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louis. And my name is Lucky, and this week I played three hours of East Shade. East Shade. Bring out three Lucky. Hey. Hi. Straight in. What's Hi. up? Hi. <laughs> hey. Hi. Oh, hello. Um, hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Um, miserable and hungover from mm. the football yesterday. Mm. Um, but, you know. Did you have a nice <laughs> evening at least? Uh, it was okay. The evening was good for most of it, and then the evening was bad. That's the thing. Like, the evening was really good, and then the evening was really bad. So, like, how do you... Was it a bad after England lost or bad after the evening yeah. went on? after they lost. Yeah, I'm curious and, about that. Like... And then it was, like, a continue... And, cause, and then, like, it's just, like, a big, miserable <laughs> vibe. Yeah. All the way home and into the night. Is that... just do, Like, um... Yeah, what do you do after you lose? Like, does everyone just like get sad and drink more, or does no one actually? No, you, everyone care that just much? goes home. You just straight go home, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, it's so funny because you know I don't know if you were watching, um, or know how it played out, but were you watching? Uh, no, but I, I I um heard lots of screaming all around me. Obviously, so I got a pretty yeah. good picture of what was going on. Um, so we were ahead. And so, you know, at halftime, everyone's, like, ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. You know, dancing, singing. Um, and then it equalizes, and then everyone's, like, terrified. And then it goes to penalties, which is obviously... A classic. Uh, of course. A classic. It's a classic. Uh, <laughs> and then you lose, and everyone's just like, oh, well, yeah, miserable. Do you think... Walk home, and everyone's, like, trying to get home, and there's, like, a five-times oh. Uber surge. <laughs> Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, would you have? Would do you think the party would have gone on if you'd won? Yeah, of course. Like late, 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 late. That's crazy. That's so weird to think that like it is the de- the it. deciding factor is whether or not England wins. And for an for a nation, <laughs> for a nation, <laughs> yeah, everyone just went home. Like it's so it's so <laughs> weird that so much of your uh, so many of your plans. Um, can be so heavily dictated by a few people you've like never met (laughs) yeah 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 it was it i mean i yeah i didn't watch it but um the downstairs neighbors they uh they have a garden and they uh have like a outdoor cinema thing going on um so they had that going and they had a bunch of people over and like the kids stayed up late and then like they were just like screaming and chanting and stuff and then um and then, yeah, and then it just suddenly all stopped. <laughs> yeah. It was just suddenly over. I was like, ah, I can yeah, go to bed it, now. It was, proper, it was like proper close as well. Yeah. It was proper, <laughs> proper insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, you just look around. Everyone's just like sitting on the floor, just like head in hand. <laughs> and then it's like, well. Yeah. Time to go home. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so because of that, you're feeling a little weekend. 
Yeah, it was just a big weekend too. Um, yeah. But I played three hours today of uh, East Shade. Today? Yeah. All today? Yeah. I, I've yeah. just been bu- busy weekend, busy flat out weekend. Uh-huh. Um, so I just hadn't got the chance to. Yeah. Um, so I played three hours of it today. Three hours of East Shade in a day is probably a bit much. Not a taxing game by any means, but um, just you no, know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it is too much. I think it's too much in the state I was feeling. But I think three hours on like a relaxed day would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, East Shade. Enough about me though. Your weekend? Oh, um, uh, gosh, I don't remember it. Um, I think. Oh, someone reversed into me. Oh, shit. Which um, I've never... <laughs> oh, driving, my God, I hate that. Driving um, a car myself, I've never been in any kind of accident. And this wasn't an accident by any means. Um, but I was in a bad mood anyway. It was on purpose? No, no. But like, as in, like, it wasn't like a big deal. Um, mm, but okay. I was in a bad mood anyway, and the guy just like... I just pulled up behind him in the lights with quite a lot of space, and he just reversed straight into me. Um, <laughs> I was like, for fuck's sake. fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing, you clown? I know. Oh, jeez, that sucks. Did they get out? Yeah, they got out, and then I got out, and then there was no damage, and then I was annoyed, and I sort of of slightly pissily slammed my door a little louder than I usually would, and then I drove (laughs) off, and that was kind of it. (laughs) In your comically small car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just sort of buzzed off, yeah. Bye. <laughs> uh, if anyone watched the Euros and wants to know what sort of car Louis drives, it's essentially the one that they use to bring the ball onto the pitch. I don't know if that's a joke or not. Um, <laughs> it's a, they drove like the ball out onto the pitch on like a mini car. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny. Wait, why do they do that? I don't know. I think it was a uh, that like advertisement a... Oh. a sponsorship deal. For the car? Yeah, <laughs> for the car company. Okay, curious. Um, that's so weird. They drive the. That's so funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's so wait, does, so where does the ball go? Does it go in the passenger seat? It goes. It's uh, like the top of the car is hollowed out, so you can imagine there's like half a football sticking out of the top of a mini car. <laughs> yeah, you like can surely about... barely see the football. No, <laughs> no, you can easily see the football. Okay. It's like it's like half out. I I kind of like the idea that there was a passenger and the passenger had to hold the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Just awkwardly it's, sitting there. <laughs> it's I mean it's like a it's a tiny car though. It's like the size of um yeah, it's remote control. Oh. oh. Yeah. No, I thought you were like talking a... about like an actual car. No, no, no. It's a oh, okay. mini car. Then it's sure like a... you can see the ball. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a two foot mini car. They're I thought just it was driving just, you know, a car out. No, yeah, pitch, I just like, thought it was like up. a ball in the boot of someone's car. They <laughs> <laughs> start spinning the wheels in the mud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, that uh, and then aside from that, I don't know. Um, it was fine. Um, didn't do that much. Saw saw a friend. Uh, did some personal work stuff, and that was kind of it. Nice. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound too bad. No, nah, not too bad. Um, 
Anyway, you suggested East Shade. This is uh, a game I hadn't heard about. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a very relaxed, nice, easy game to play. Yeah. Um, came out I think twenty nineteen. Um, okay. By <laughs> East Shade Studios. <laughs> You're um, kidding me. <laughs> uh -huh. Um. Uh, and I played it. No, I bought it. Um, I, think I bought it. It was in my wish list. It's another one of those like it's been in my wish list for ages. Um, I remember it was on like a video game website, and I thought, oh, that looks really cozy and chill. Um, and uh, and then I bought it, and then it was sitting in my Steam library for ages. And then um, the other week, I just finally actually played it. Um, and it was like both exactly what I was expecting and a little bit not what I was expecting, and um, I ended up playing it. It's about eight to ten hours long, I would say, um, to sort of do 95% of what's actually in the game. Um, mm. And uh, and I just had a really, really pleasant time. Um, mm. And I just thought it'd be a neat one to check out for the pod. Sure, perfect podcast game. Perfect. I saw you uh, completed every mission. Yes, it's one of those. It's I love a game where um doing like basically a hundred percent is completely achievable. I love those kinds of games, um where it's completely achievable and really doesn't take that long, and you don't even notice you're doing all of it. Um, I kind of wish every game was that way. Um, yeah. So what 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 is E Shade Lucky? Um. So East Shade is a game that's kind of hard to pin down into like a genre. It's essentially uh, a like a spruced up adventure exploration um, <clears throat> experience. Let's go with okay. where the sort of main goal of the game is that you are an artist uh, and you walk around this beautiful island uh, looking for things to paint. Mm -hmm. And uh, you explore. It's, it's almost, it's, this game's kind of, it kind of plays like Skyrim. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the, 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 it's a lame it's comparison, funny, but it? It, it does feel at times like being in 2011 yeah. playing Skyrim, but then just not having a sword on you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly how it feels because I think a lot of the buildings have a similar sort of characteristics, the sort of lay of the land and the feeling of exploration and just stumbling across these, like, NPCs. Uh, it's basically if Dovahkiin, yeah, replaced his lame... Uh, well, actually, it's not that lame. I was going to say lame sword, but I don't think the Skyrim stuff's too lame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, with a paintbrush. Uh, and, yeah. And then, you know, you meet people, you meet vendors, and they say, oh, I would love a hand with this task and you go okay well let me see if i can help you uh and that might be uh, collecting something for them which will allow them to give you an item for something else mm -hmm. that task may be painting them their favorite picture of a place that they love it may be uh yeah that's, that's about it <laughs> yeah you're 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 um in this in this fantasy setting you are a uh I don't know, you're a highly skilled painter of scenery, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. 
and you basically you base it's it's not a painting game it's much more like a screenshot game it's close to a photography game in a in mechanically speaking you don't mm. paint anything although you do have a canvas you um you just kind of stand still sort of frame it how you like and press the photo button and then it sort of captures it onto a canvas and then you pick up the canvas and go um and yeah and you can like sell those paintings or give them to people as like quests um and you're just kind of spreading yourself across this island meeting everyone quests like sort of intermingle sometimes so like um you'll go down one small quest line and you'll end up meeting someone else and that will have an effect on the next quest line and um there it doesn't have like a um overarching narrative other than the simple quest of your mother told you before she passed away that she loved the island of eshade and um she told you about her favorite places to go and you just have one quest at the top that's like paint these three places in this island which over the course of the eight hours you'll get to while you do all these other side quests for people um and um yeah i think for me like i i just it was just such a pleasure to like yeah slowly uncover this map and it was bigger than i thought it was going to be and like um there was more to do than i thought it was going to be I, I don't know how much of that you see in three hours did you manage to get to the big town in three hours yeah that's pretty yeah. much where i ended right so um when because <laughs> of course you get to a hub city and there is like a million more things to do all at once. Yes, that's such a stressful feeling, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really. It's just be. like it you enter be. like some bustling city and there's like 20 people ready to talk to you. Yeah. Um, and you just start adding like quests over quests over quests in your little mm -hmm. journal. Whilst also solving quest over quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the same city. For like a for like a brief like half an hour to an hour everything is completely unmanageable <laughs> and then it settles mm -hmm. down again mm -hmm. um yeah but it has like little like um nice little surprises in terms of mechanics like um you get some like new movement options like um you unlock uh, a raft and a boat and a bicycle um uh, and a zip line and like these things like i love like those kind of oh, this is a cute little weird mechanic that opens up a bit more of the map and, like, is fun to do. Um, doesn't, like, dramatically change the pace of the game, but, like, encourages exploration in that way. I find really satisfying. Um, definitely enough of a change. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely enough of a change because <laughs> I got to that point, there were maybe seven people around the town selling different things, and I thought, okay, yeah, I want all of these things. Yeah, I know it's cool. Like you, like walk <laughs> up to a vendor. Every one of these things sounds like really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, they're, they're like sending a bike, um, selling a bicycle for like eighty quid, and then there's a zip line for like sixty quid, and you've got like fifty quid, and it's like, oh no, I want it all. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's it really did put put you in a place of oh, I, okay, I'm, I might have to play this a bit more. Yeah, uh, I I opted for uh, a jacket. Yes, good call. Is good call. is what I spend my money on. Um, this game That's you can't explore though. during the night because it gets too cold, uh, and you sort of freeze, and it respawns you back in your hotel, uh, or well, an inn. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I I thought, fuck me, this is a pain. I want the jacket, and it was also during the night when I bought it. Which oh, is nice, lovely. You know, I was running 
from building to building to not freeze and then sprint out to the vendor who clearly had a coat mm-hmm. and then bought a coat and then warmed up out, out in the uh, cold. Yeah, and you can also, um, before you get the coat, because that is quite a while, you can like brew teas that keep you warm for a certain period of time. Um, uh, and then another late game item is a kettle, which allows you to brew even more kinds of teas. Um, I really like it. It's like this game has a weird obsession with tea. Like this whole game is just like, it's so um, charming and warm. And like, I think the word I would describe it as is like modest. It feels so like, um, I don't know, sort of comfortable in its own skin and kind of doing its own thing. And like, yeah, there's this, um, there's this kind of, I don't know, there's these two groups like that um, brew tea and one of them brews tea to like sacrifice to their sort of galt, galt? Um, god. <laughs> to their galt. I meant to say the they're a bit of a cult. Um, to their god. And there's this other, tea, yeah. there's this other group that like practices um, tea brewing for like as psychedelics and stuff and, um, uh, and like having funky dreams and stuff. And they're like kind of at war because one thinks they're wasting it and the other and like, and then you can start making your own teas and stuff. And like, um, yeah, this game. Yeah, I just really kind of loved this game. Um, what did you think about it overall? It was fun. I had, I had a good time. Um, I definitely do think that it sort of puts you in those situations where you're sort of given more uh, agency and choice than I sort of expected I would. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, so right in, I mean, this also, this whole game's kind of framed from like an adventure perspective. Um, right from the start, it, it talks about adventure and pretty much every other NPC has something to say about adventure. Uh, so it, it sort of does a pretty good job at putting you out there and putting you in situations that you didn't think you'd end up in, which I think is kind of what going to a new place is all about. You know what I mean? Like if you go on holiday to a random destinations, it's the things that you would have like never expected to happen mm. uh, are the like most interesting. And I think you do get a lot of that stuff from this game. Yeah, um, it definitely has that like surprising discovery moment. Um, just because you stumble across someone new or a place you haven't been before or... Um, there's a couple of nice little like a mystery. Yeah. There's a lot of there's also like a lot of mysteries this game sets up. You know, like right at the start, there's mm-hmm. a a spooky tower. Yeah. Um, that people claim is haunted, and there are these weird things around that you don't really know what they are. Yeah. Um, but it <laughs> whilst feeling like Skyrim, <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does definitely have a Skyrim. It's, it's so funny. It's so funny, which is, I think, partially why it's kind of easy to play. It feels like you're playing like someone like did like a mod for Skyrim, where they mm-hmm. took out all the weapons and then added a bunch of weird dialogue, weird like with painting weapon. mechanics. Yeah, and and it, it is it's very mod like. I mean, the accents and the voice <laughs> acting stuff is all horrendous. It's all over the place. I would. Say. It's, it's it's just insane. I mean, they've sort of gone with the global approach of having. Uh, you know, sort of fifty accents in the game, uh, in all between all the different characters, which like I'm fine with, but <laughs> they've pretty much all been done by the same person. It sounds like you. All the NPCs are like animals. Um, they're like anthropomorphic animals. 
Uh, and I think all the there's, bears. There's owls, bears, monkeys, deer. Yeah, and some some of the animals look like better modeled than others, and and um, some of the them just maybe look, look weird, so man. uncomfortable. <laughs> the, owl, the owls look like insects. The owls have really bug-eyed eyes. They got but the freaky bug eyes. Yeah. Um, and the, I think all the bears American, or am I just? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's always strange. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think like some of that. Definitely some of that stuff. Um, I kind of just like looked past as like, although setting in the setting in general, like the fantasy stuff, isn't super my vibe. Um, but what it allowed for was like nice picturesque moments. Um, like you know, wind blowing in the trees. Like it's a it's a nice looking game made by I imagine a very small team. Um, and uh, I thought I thought actually in terms of like design level design wise, it does a really impressive job of like. Uh, I feel like you can constantly take nice paintings like you're constantly it's so easy to frame a nice shot um mm. it seems to be like everywhere you look you're like looking at like the rule of thirds it feels like there's always like <laughs> there's always just something like closer and further away and then a nice bit in between and it all lines up on a grid just constantly um yeah it's it's definitely a very like considered landscape yeah exactly um, it's not it's really not hard to like you to get a good shot um which is nice and and it's also they also one of the more interesting things about this game is that you have to paint on a canvas Um, Mm. you carry carry around an easel and you have a canvas um sorry you paint on canvases but what that means is you have to make the canvases yeah uh so you have to find the wood and find the cloth uh, which I thought was generally not that available. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you can't just take like a million paintings. No. Um, you have to do sort of be quite considerate between. Well, yeah, there there are actually two mechanics going on there. There's the crafting stuff, so like canvas and other things. But then there's also the sort of the literal experience meter that you have. Um, yeah, it's like an inspiration meter. Yeah, so whenever you go to a new place or probably meet someone new or maybe finish a side quest, you um, gain yeah. inspiration. Um, yeah. But this also gets depleted every time you do a painting. Um, yeah. So it's like a literal interpretation of, like, you need to be experiencing new things to be inspired to make new art, I guess. Um, uh, which is a nice idea, and I, I think I understand it's there so that you... Because, like, some of these quests you could, like, brute force by, like... Some of them are kind of like. One sec. Some people outside talking. Um, cool. Go for it. Some of them are kind of like, uh, can you like? There's like a riddle, and you have to like figure out what the thing is. And you could, if you wanted to, do like twenty different. You can even repaint over a canvas, so you don't have to make a new canvas. Um, mm-hmm. That's nice. So um, and, it, and it's it's kind of tough, and I kind of like that um, because you know doing that stuff feels awful in real life unless you don't like the piece. But mm-hmm. uh, in this game, it was it's kind of nice to have like a limited resource um, to yeah. make you sort of have that heartache of destroying your own artwork, mm-hmm. which is always a fun feeling. Yeah. So and you can't. Yeah, you can't brute force it because you can't do like ten paintings because you'll run out of inspiration. Um, and that for the most part, I think works. There are, there were a couple of moments for me where I was like, man, I really just need to do this painting, but I don't have enough, um, yeah. inspiration to do it. And to oh, the point, really? 
Yeah, to the point where, like, I, like, I don't know, I had, like, six different quests, all that I knew exactly how to complete, but I hadn't, um, I didn't have enough inspiration to do any of them, so I was kind of wandering around trying to get to a new spot to get some inspiration, which was a bit annoying. Um, yeah, that doesn't, that sounds like a bad experience. Um, I never found that I ran out of, I, in my time at least, hadn't run out of inspiration. Yeah, I think that only happened to me, like, once, um. And then for the rest of it, it's fine. And I also, there is a late game way of like just kind of generating inspiration if you need to. Um, so that's okay. So it's an interesting little like uh, mechanic. Can you drink tea to inspire have, yourself? Like, temporary inspirement? So when you meet the people that like deal in psychedelics, um, uh, you can like do these things that will um, inspire you repeatedly, I think. Okay. Um, there's another thing you do with the tea once you get the kettle, um, which is cool, uh, in the like late area of the game, which is like the best looking area of the game, I would say. Um, so it's really nice, like rolling hills. Um, uh, you can like pick up different, uh, yeah, weeds and flowers from the field and stuff. And, um, you can combine them however you like with the kettle. And, um, basically when you take them, it just kind of changes the color grading of your vision. Um, oh, and then cool. when you paint it, it, it saves that color, which is neat. Um, yeah, so it's just a nice way to like add some variation to your paintings if you want. I thought that was a nice little idea. Yeah, that does sound nice. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was, uh, happy to, happy to keep playing. Mm. Um, it, it seems like a, it's, it's a good vibe. And the other thing it really made me think about was, um, I kind of, the as I, as I'm getting on, man, I'm really just vibing with like just basic fetch quests more and more. Yeah, I do. I do. I do just like enjoy a simple fetch quest. Like as long as the um, the world is interesting enough, like I'm I'm kind of more than happy to um, uh, just kind of pick up your three weeds or whatever. I don't know. Um, or go do your painting for you. I don't know. I I they kind of it's rem- well, yeah. That's what like all these big open world games are. I guess so, but I I think they're just they're just an excuse for you to cross the landscapes. I th- I and, feel like, like some... see and discover stuff. I just feel like with like big big games these days, there's like this nervousness to have a obvious fetch quest. Um, and I don't know. Really? I'm, I'm yeah. I feel like they're like always trying to hide it in a way. Like they're all like. And I get it. Like sometimes it's pretty exhausting, but um, I don't know. I, mean, I kind you're of like... you're you're talking to someone who's played a lot of WoW. Yeah. <laughs> in that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But now, yeah, I I feel like these things are literally just to get you to well. In a game like this, those things are just used to put you from one place to another. Yeah. There's definitely a balance to be had. And I think this game does it pretty well. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it depends, like, I guess how much of a pain it is to fetch said thing. Sure. And, but there's always, like, an interesting enough context to it, I guess. I guess that's the important thing. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, true. That's very unwell-like. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff's not exciting. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the ex- exploration feels great in this game. Um, I, you know, I'm quite a sucker for are games that create a space that feel quite special and memorable. 
uh, mm. which I think this does. I think so. I mean, it definitely reminded me of The Witness mm. in terms of like a small island with lots of blocky, bright colors around the place. Uh, not always. And this game was largely um, Skyrim toned, <laughs> Skyrim toned for a lot of it. Uh, but then you sort of discovery big feel what do you call a, a forest uh <laughs> discover like a big forest of um like pink trees that yeah are very very standouty uh and yeah and, and with like certain landmarks dotted around the island um it it felt very witnessy uh, mm. and i'm a big big sucker for these like made spaces that definitely have a feel and a place yeah and like they're not so big that you need to be referring to a map all the time and like every area is distinct mm-hmm. enough where you could just navigate by memory um mm-hmm. yeah they take like 15 minutes to cross the um an hour the bike the bicycle in this game uh, is like a small penny farthing um and like the it feels kind of terrible <laughs> to use um oh really but it's also great um there's like there's yeah you 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 have you have to like unpack it and then just get on it which is time exhausting and then um you ride it and you do go faster but not by that much um and uh okay. but you like <laughs> it has like this really nice like um uh like tilting to it and like it's all like slidey and it just this is like yeah it just conjures this feeling of like yeah like being like a weird little painter man on his bicycle riding off through the forest to go paint a nice scene um it's really cool i think it does that stuff super nice yeah it's worth the play i think uh, yeah. if you're into this sort of thing and like the sound of it hmm. worth the play uh man i want the zip line can you climb up the zip lines or can you only zip down the zip they're lines? only for down they're not you don't use them very much at all okay it's like forgetting to like um two different areas that you need to get to sort of thing and you never okay. use it again. I'd recommend the bicycle first. Anyway. Okay. What about the uh, fishing rod? Fishing rod is uh, is is a fishing mechanic that you need to use to complete some quests. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, I'd quite like to do that stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. Cool. That's that's me done. Yeah. I'm done. Anything else you want to say about it? Nope. Nice. Um, cool. Next week. What am I playing? Uh, well, do you want to play this Minesweeper game or do you not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. If it's straight Minesweeper, uh, maybe not, but um, if it's a little bit more interesting. It's, it's um, it's, so it, it's Minesweeper, but uh there are other items like hidden in the maps and you can unlock items that let you do certain things and mm-hmm. uh like enemies that hit you for different amounts of damage and mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly it's not the best podcast game. Uh but I think I'll pick it anyway. Sounds great. Because uh Well I mean it's just what I've been playing and uh um, Yeah man. I don't think it's a bad thing to talk about this one. Uh, all I have to do is remember what it's called. It is called 
Demon Cruel. Demon Cruel. No space. No space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I, I playing this on Steam? Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, um, yeah. Cool. Uh, cool. Why don't you outro us today? Uh, sure. Thank you for listening. Um, this has been Time Play 3HR, your favorite video game podcast about playing a video game for three hours. Thanks, guys. Uh, we have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. Um, we have an email. Hit us up at any of those. Timeplay3HR uh, at gmail.com for the email. We have a Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi. I don't know. Timeplay3HR. If you want to send us a donation. We... Uh, accepting them. <laughs> uh, I think that's about it. Uh, we, uh, that's about it. Uh, my name's um, Dan is with, um, I reckon probably in the last third of Resident Evil Village um, now, I would say. I don't know. Um, uh, on twitch.tv forward slash timeplay3hr. Mm. Yes. Great cool. Uh, great, um, great, great, great. And I'm sure we'll be streaming that soon, maybe this week. Um uh, that game continues to be very strange. Mm. Yeah, we do playthroughs. We uh, you can see our faces. Uh, if you're man, do you remember like when you were a kid and you hear these people on the radio and then you see their face? Yeah. Uh, anyway, my my go to on that one is us. for the longest time I thought um, Chris Tarrant was bald because he did the radio. He does radio, and then I saw him on He Wants to Be a Millionaire. He's not bald. <laughs> Where were you, when were you hearing him and not seeing him? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think mum would put he, him on the radio. On... on BBC Did Radio. Um, bef- when she was like driving to school, yeah. yeah. He's not. He's a great head of hair. <laughs> Absolutely. But we don't want to give him that. <laughs> cool. Cool. See you later. Bye.